Alrighty, kids, listeners of the Reject Nation, we have made it. Act one is complete. Gen V, episode three, hashtag ThinkBrink. Greg Coy and myself going to give our immediate reaction and review as the credits roll here. But if you'd like to go back and catch the reaction highlights experience, that's available over at youtube.com slash therealrejects. Or if you want to sync up, enjoy the full episode with us, that is available at patreon.com slash therealrejects. Or if you want to see the highlights reel with little show footage included, that is also available, as always, at youtube.com slash therealrejects. Rejectnationshop.com is your one-stop shop for all sorts of swag that also supports the channel appreciate any and every one of you rocking some reject nation swag and uh, hey we got a lot to talk about let's do this thing she did she like, bring corn what happened like, what's happening she can still tinker around in there she's going through yeah she doesn't need to she doesn't need to go big she can still like mess with some wires Ooh. just eat some of his brain tissue i love them they're my two favorite pairing all the supporting characters are immediately like fascinating. <laughs> oh, I think he did it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so bad. Sweet. Oh, man. Man. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> um, wait, now, did I pause it too early? Sometimes we missed something in episode one. Uh, was it post credit scene? It was like a um, uh, Ashley was saying something to the camera, and then it was it was something special they shot, but then it segues into a preview for oh episode two for for the rest of the season. God, I don't want to see. Yeah, so I was like the the thing we missed was the exclusive thing. Got uh, it. But I'm glad we missed it. Yeah, I'd rather so watch the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that was great. Yeah. I'm in love with this have show. You guys seen, uh, have you guys seen Runaways? Yeah, big fan. It was the first Runaways time I felt Runaways? like an adult because I was time like you I know? understood the parents more than the kids. The Kristen Stewart movie. Oh, I love that too. You know, yeah. that's the there one. I'm Runaways <laughs> yeah. seems like there would be a lot of different things <laughs> called that. Big Joan Jett fan. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah. this relates Joan Jett, it's not a Marvel comic I love series. Rock and roll when I come it's in like, the man, office. it's yeah. a weird tangent, but I'm in. Cherry bomb. No, Runaways is a. A really good, like, the two sets of protagonists show. They wrote it really well. Yeah, I, th- I think that, I think this is the way how we liken boys to a bunch of other shows <laughs> and movies and, and mixed in with commentary. I feel like this is what it's doing before. I mean, it's college when normally you associate that with, like, high school. Sure. These other stuff. Uh, but, no, I thought this was great. I mean, a lot of things we talked about during the reaction itself that I feel like this show is further uncovering. Like, it doesn't seem like it's trying it, no, no, I don't want to say because I'm making it sound like they're not putting effort because it's effortless at what it's doing. Yeah, it it doesn't feel like they're forcing anything in here. Mm. It, they're they're if anything, they are just magnifying other elements that have already been established in their other show and really showcasing that significantly more. You know, like the way how they have touched on like uh, the pair the. The, the relationship that they have with Starlight and her mom was probably the closest we got to getting a sense of what the parent-child re- relationship was like. Mm. But of also how tough that can be. And it's like depending on what class you are in uh, in society financially, of how that can inform your decision. You know, if you... So there's a... That was one aspect. And here, you really do get to see 
just how tortured uh, it can be growing up and then how they form the these children to morph into a personality that is not really them. Like when you get yeah. to the boys and you see the seven and, and as that show progresses, it's constantly about peeling back the layers of everyone there. And you see that all of them are just broken, depressed individuals who are not really in tune with the real versions of themselves. And here you you're you're stripping that all back to see the creation. You see the seeds planted of how that forms. Yes. Like this is origins. And and what I what this episode did for me in terms of universe building, in term because of the mystery. Because mm. one thing we were talking about uh, last episode was I'm not super into the mystery just yet. I'm kind of waiting to see what it's ultimately going to pay off into. And what I think this set up, at least for me, this is the school where everyone goes to before they can even have a shot at becoming a super, uh, you know, one that gets to work. Yeah. If you're not part of the seven or if you get to be part of some other team or just have some kind of job, or you know, this is where you have to first go through. And now the boys, they have already delved into uncovering Vought, the corruption there, a lot of that being uh, given to the public, even the, the whole thing with Compound V. And this is something that they have to keep sacred because people still want to go to the school. People still want to feel like, oh, I could become a superhero and stuff. And the people who gave their kids Compound V, they need them to go through here to make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. And this is the season now that they are going to do uh, expose the corruption and the evilness and the and the 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 abuse that this school does, and this school is essential to the boys' universe. Right, right. So it's another thing they are That's uprooting. From the inside. Yeah, yeah. It, like this is an essential ingredient for the future of the supers. You know what I mean? Like for for to have any more supers in the future, and especially when you have the boys, which is all about stopping the supers, at least on like you know butcher and everyone. Yeah, else's yeah. End. So I think that as a world building, this is an essential viewing experience, mixed in with just great drama, great drama, yeah. great s- storytelling, and um, relatable. Uh, I keep wanting to say the tech what they qualify as teens, young adult teen struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, I mean, the uh, freshmen yeah. are still. Pretty- yeah, yeah, and I, I think they do an, an absolute excellent job in capturing that loneliness, that adolescent angst. Uh, I, I, I really think that as a, as a boys' universe show, it's very much essential. I could see how it could factor into the bigger picture mm-hmm. as, as opposed to just a spinoff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, okay. No, please. Take I, I think that, like, as spinoffs go, enriching is always better like uh it's kind of like with 3d i I hate when 3d does that thing where it like here's an arrow launching at you but when it does like you go deeper into the frame it's way more interesting like it's like looking into a book and this is doing that narratively it's giving us a deeper worldview it's enriching world all the things you were just saying but what i think i'm most impressed by is every single episode you're introduced to an entire swarm of new characters and they're immediately written so well acted so well and cast so well you hate or love them so immediately. Mm-hmm. And and I really like the comic I, I said, I think on episode two, um, it introduces entire teams sometimes in an issue. It's it's a book where if you flip a page, you've got uh, a person that within four f- frames, you're like, I have to know enough about them to care. This is doing that as a show. And I'm really impressed that every time we, we build on an episode, w- us hating Jordan's parents makes us more endeared to her 
which makes that scene of the three of them talking more interesting. Us yeah. fearing for the dad's fear of what's going to happen to his son makes us more invested in yeah. Aaron. And I think that what they're doing is every single episode is just going deeper and deeper and deeper. So I, I don't still care about the mystery, but I know that yeah. when they flip the switch, I'm going to because by that point I care about all the pieces of the puzzle well, so much. Here's why I think it's important, why the mystery is so important. Um, if I could just make one last point about it, is that whenever you're with the Seven and something is happening with Vought, what does the Seven do? <laughs> they protect it. They fight, they to, cover fight it up. to cover it up. <laughs> Their top-rated students, you saw it with Golden Boy. You see it with everyone here. They're not interested in protecting. Yeah. yeah. They're interested in uncovering, uncovering yeah, exposing. and potentially exposing the truth. The question is, will they expose? And I think a lot of that relies heavily on Marie. Like, is she, which side is she going to go down? Right? Yeah. And is she going to be a contributor to the to the exposing part of it? And everyone's arcs gonna, are so. Or, she, or are we going to watch her morph into being like, oh, you'd be a perfect candidate for this time because you will conceal our secrets? Yeah, and that's what I'm I'm enjoying about yeah. the pivots. Every yeah. arc is like, do they go this way? Do they go this way? And by the end of the episode, you're like, I don't know, but I know the more. Yeah. Like you know the person more, but I like that we're still zigzagging. Yeah. So I think that that's why this could be very much crucial. That's it's not really like. Like, okay, to me, it seems like, the, okay, they're experimenting down there on teens. Okay, yeah, this is, like, nothing really that different. Than mm. we, we, maybe there's more to it, but that's kind of what I what it, what I gather. It seems kind of that cliche of what we already saw in, like, the boys already, you know? Sure. Like, like, yeah, they're, they have prisoners, and they're experimenting, and uh, exactly why, I don't know, they're developing something new to maybe harness or whatever. Uh, but what it's doing with our main characters of what our main the damage our main characters as our main is in the boys it's this the boys themselves mm -hmm. and supers and the supers our lead supers are are also the boys <laughs> you know yeah. they are doing the uh, the um the mission of that yeah so that to me it makes for a very compelling um you know, putting a putting a hole in in the in the Vought plans. Uh, but Johnny, please, sorry, I yeah. know I did not stop talking about that. No, it's all good. I mean, everything you guys have said, I I would echo entirely. And I think that with the central mystery, I, it's kind of I still feel similarly to how I did before, where it's like it's a world where you know there's a nefarious plot at hand, and it's more about using that to give the characters you know interesting ways to develop and confront the scenario and and show who they are. And uh, and I appreciate, especially after this three episode chunk, you know, where we're left off, because we are left with this moment of like, uh, you know, bad things have happened and a lot of, you know, significant events have gone down. Um, but like, you know, the, the, sh the cat isn't quite out of the bag and the shit hasn't quite hit the fan yet. But I can see how now <laughs> this could certainly be that moment because with F yeah, oh, I see what you did there. I, I understood that reference. Uh, but yeah, like with Emma, you know, in this completely compromised situation where it's either going to get worse for Sam and or worse for her too. Um, I think, you know, that's just like a great kind of compelling start, especially then when you have that combina uh, combined moment of Andre's dad being like, drop this, you know, do not pursue this. And that last I probably shot, have. Like I, the know. last shot was the cliffhanger. I was wondering where it would end for all this build up, why it was three episodes. And not only did it look like a piece of Derek Robertson art, who's the artist <laughs> on the boys, but it also puts us in like now we're into the second act of the structure of like things are going to get worse and conflict yeah. is rising. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, beyond that too, 
the uh, Marie joins. She sees she, what she's now f- like being welcomed. I mean, there's we'll a see. team forming. There's for a team. now. They zigzag. That's what was getting me yeah. like Runaways vibes. Yeah, you know? or like well, yeah, teen high school show. <laughs> or like a teen it. show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this episode though, especially the Runaways the parents thing, and thing kids. makes sense because I've, yeah, I've, you're I've, so focused on both tiers and the interplay between both, and all the parents kind of have, even though it's not the same coordinated villainy. An air of coordinated villainy. What I'm so impressed by is that we there's like what eight leads, and I keep like when you made the joke of uh, and then just to the right she's filming like that's believable. I really enjoy how well versed all the supporting characters are. That I'm like this could build on this could build on this or not, and I really like that it doesn't feel like it's coloring in the numbers. Like yeah. watching this show, I don't know how the episode's going to end, but I also don't know how the second and third act of, the, of each episode's going to be, and it's actually captivating throughout. Like I've really struggled lately with television because my attention span's getting worse by the day, and like I haven't once felt compelled to check my phone. I haven't yeah. once felt compelled to think about the world. Like this show's like the boys has kept me so engaged that the world outside this screen is. Not Null and void for the runtime, and that mm-hmm. is so rare in in entertainment right now for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I was I'm really sucked into it when it's when it's all um, unfolding. And it's minute by minute. It's and not it's not like oh, just ends. the last five minutes are like oh, but it's the whole show is like what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, and I think it's a smart thing too that they that they do hearken toward things like you said, thirteen reasons why, especially with the golden boy plotline. No, I mean like from <laughs> from from the vague amounts I know from listening to YMS <laughs> rant about seasons of thirteen reasons. I'm why. just like I think there's like flashbacks and yeah. stuff. No, <laughs> and, totally. And uncovering a mystery. Yeah, and like that's I already didn't expect s- him to stay in the show so much, but yeah, the flashbacks <laughs> keep there. Yeah, it's a solid device, but I think also this show is nicely pitched in that yeah, it's using its perspective very conscientiously but yeah it's also able to without just being a ripoff of various other teen and young adult shows embody that too to feel you know adjacent to and certainly well within the graphic graphic novel (laughs) uh you know sense of the boys but also yeah to occupy this separate tonal space that is yeah pitched like i could see it's like if you're a boys fan i feel like you'll definitely check this out but i could see some people getting into the boys through, through this, this. Yeah, yeah especially the younger like next wave of because I, I remember being this age and feeling isolated and then like these are my best friends and then back to isolated and these are my best friends yeah. and the show's capturing that but i also remember being really pandered to wow. by adults that hasn't changed for me. i mean that's just like <laughs> but, but like i remember being in your like late teens early 20s where you felt like everyone was kind of pandering to like yeah you're an adult now and then you're like but why don't you let me do shit like this feels a lot like that and especially in this parent episode where you can tell the moment where they're like you're just using me yeah. or like this is being and obviously like i said last week it's a bigger scale because it's a superhero show but i love how that alienation also feels like how do the parents manipulate what they want into getting their kid what they want yeah and i i do kind of wonder i mean i'm from a business optics perspective because it's, it's gen v they're pitching as like the the you know it, it feels like you're watching young adults on screen and i don't know if that might cause a distance for audiences you know uh mm-hmm. upon before watching it like oh is this targeted for a younger demographic this interesting time? You know, because like everyone on the boys is like they're all like in their thirties, right? Right. You know? uh, and the, where they're focusing here, that's just one question that pops up. The other thing that I really like is the message that every Disney movie pushes now, which is about you know, uh, don't listen to your parents. Yep. Uh, <laughs> chart your own path. Your they're own out path. to get you. <laughs> and uh, three, Luke. Uh, I think they did an excellent job with him here because I thought he was just going to show the way they've handled the perspective 
um, when you see Luke is uh, he's just deranged. He's kind of crazy right now. He's cracked. And then when she shows up with him, you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> like they even introduce him upon her perspective. You mean of, Sam? The oh, brother? yeah, Luke, Luke's the one to die. Yeah, Sam, yeah, yeah. Sam's okay. the one to die. Yeah, my bad. Um, names are, out of the three of us, I'm, just, I'm the worst. <laughs> Sam, uh, yeah, Sam, you think he's scary and, and that he's a, he, he, he can be, like, manic and maybe a yeah. threat, unhinged. And then even when, um, <laughs> again, Emma, tiny, uh, Emma, <laughs> Emma, <laughs> Emma, when she shows up, even she's terrified, and the way they capture it. Oh, that shot through the cup. Through the cup, yeah. That, I now see a spider's POV every time I'm like, <laughs> exactly. spider in a thing. I'm like, I know what it's like, bro. But it captures, <laughs> it captures it in a way like, oh, he's terrifying. But then as she gets to know him, you know, you just see this boy who's who's uh, broken. Yeah, comic love and water world you see fan. this sweetness, and, and, you could, and it makes sense why they would bond with each other. Like, oh, never mind. They're just a couple of misunderstood. And like you said, like, their trauma bonding felt real immediately. Yeah. Like, I loved their trauma bonding right yeah, away. I just love trauma bonding. Well, I mean, you got the right show for best it. The right universe for it. For the boys and Gen V, a bond. lot of trauma bonding. Any other bonding is boring. Super surface level, yeah. Can't bond through love-ass Disney movies. <laughs> bond over pain. Have you met someone without trauma? My God. God, they're not funny. Boring. They have no personality. They probably have their life, life together. Story. But I don't care. They don't live in LA. Life. That's for sure. So I don't know them. The, in- the, the interest is in the struggle. All my friends that are doing well back east with kids and stuff. Love them to death. You need Lack of conflict trauma. in your life. You got that wet picket fence. Go live your life over there. You yeah. stay sane. <laughs> We're gonna watch Gen V and trauma bond with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm right. so impressed, man. This show is like up there with the boys, and I think the boys is one of the best things to come out of TV in the last few years. So this is really impressive. If this sticks the landing, like this feels like one of those shows where it can prove spinoffs can be good, much the way that like there was that phase where sequels were so bad. It was like, look, a good sequel. Like this could be like, remember spinoffs? Like this, this is so well put together. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder about their writer's room too, because it does feel authentically youthful and in tune with the youth without feeling like, you know, greetings, fellow children. Right. <laughs> you know, so. And the language doesn't feel like it's heavy handedly like trying to be young, but it's also not stale. No cap, Coy. No cap. No cap. <laughs> Don't be sus. <laughs> yeah, this, huh. is the, this is, a, this show is straight busting. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, guys. All righty. Koi, I got to get you out of here. Good boogie. So, ladies and gentlemen, what did you think about this third episode of The Gen V? <laughs> Leave, your thoughts the Gen. <laughs> Leave your thoughts down below. Um, thank you guys for being here and for being citizens of the Reject Nation. Get yourself some Reject apparel. Thanks, Koi. We will see you guys next week where we also got Loki. Yeah. Oh, we're back. Oh, oh we wait a minute. Loki on Thursday. This on then- Friday? I mean, this is Friday at midnight. This Friday at midnight? That's spicy. All right. Oh, Friday at midnight. All right. Remember rest? You don't. Dude, Saturday. No. <laughs> rest is not a voc- vocabulary. G Fuel. <laughs> this is uh, retroactively sponsored by G Fuel. Uh, the gone, midnights will be. <laughs> I've gone back to just grabbing old cans that I haven't thrown out yet. <laughs> just is there a little bit left in the Just throw them all into one big yeah. bucket and I'll just dump it on my head. <laughs> What's up, our uh, 10 and ups? We have asked our uh, chat GPT here to uh, aren't you guys a shout out with rhymes that incorporate. A movie title or a character or TV series. Let's see what they have come up with. Take it away, John. Absolutely. Seferchi like Furby in Gremlins, creating buzz that's all whims. Ooh. 
Ryan Smith, smooth as myth, and Troy revealing the pith. Adrian Timms bopping to hymns in Sister Act, all about, again, the whims. Real nagas, like real sagas. It's Star Wars full of dramas. And the gear bringing cheer like cheers, clear as beer. Ian Simon shining like a diamond in Ocean's Eleven with vibes so vibrant. Songhai Glover like Clover in Lucky Number Slevin. Wow. Uh, bringing luck over and over. <laughs> lucky number eleven. <laughs> gotta watch it. <laughs> Kayla the King, like Layla, singing and almost famous. Her vibe is ringing. Alan Ling. Hey, even that rhymes. Like bling in the bling ring, sparkling and zinging. Kelsey like Gatsby in the great Gatsby classy and sassy Kiara like Tiara in the princess diaries sparkling with aura Eric Kahn's 39 like cons in the con is on striking like icons <laughs> My head hurts. Nick X, like flicks in Netflix, flashing those pecs. Nice. Juan Longoria, like Euphoria and Euphoria, spreading the Gloria. <laughs> I love the character of Euphoria on Euphoria. <laughs> uh, static Ent, like a tent in MASH, so content. Cliff Rodriguez, like Wiz in the Wizard of Oz, soaring in the biz. Oh, they could have done better. Oh, Goat Nation 18, like rotation in revolution, spinning the sensation. Lorenzo Baxter, like a tractor in cars, pulling the factor. <laughs> Differently sane, like a cane in house, <laughs> supporting uh, the lane. Marco Tunstill, like a fun still and fun with Dick and Jane rolling the thrill. Lauren American Horse, like force in Air Force One, powering the course. Simply faded like jaded and jade, so sophisticated. SJ94, like shore in Baywatch, washing ashore. Justin Martin, like a martini in Casino Royale, shaking the scene. What are the rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> There's just a bunch of syllables that are alike. Rosie Beatty, Darth Yoda, Order 66, like Posey and Pushing Daisies, Blossoming the Cozy. Flev Doran, like Torn in the Torn Curtain, Weaving the Yarn. <laughs> Colin, like Rollin in Rollin, Kansas, Keeping it Golden. Philip J. Smith Jr. like Flip and Flipper making the script. Jen Smith like Zen in Zen, uh, calming the dead. Didn't even try. Melanie LeBlanc like Swank and Hillary and Jackie ranking the bank. Ronk in the bunk. Mel uh, Melanie LeBlanc <laughs> like Swank and Hillary and Jackie ranking the bank. All right. <laughs> This is, yeah, this is going to put a lot of writers out of work, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Knows how to write. Yeah, raps, knows yeah. poetry. Knows yeah. complex interplay between, you know, concepts This is how the Pokemon came up with the raps of all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, here's 150 Pokemon. Yeah. Make it rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chad DPT. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you all for being here. And uh, stay tuned next month to see what we can come up with next with the help of our lovely computer assistant. Love you all. See you soon.